Today, I have a challenge episode for everybody listening and watching and paying attention to this. And the challenge might surprise you. It's not as easy as you think. Let me throw the intro in and we'll get right to it. So the big question is this, how are artists, jewelers, and art-based business owners like us who make our own products and run our businesses, how do we find the time and the money to push our creative limits and still grow and scale our companies? This is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Mark Farrell, the jeweler, and welcome to The Jeweler's Philosophy. What's up, everybody? I'm Mark Farrell, the jeweler, and welcome to the Jeweler's Philosophy Podcast. So today is a special episode because it's a challenge episode whether you are going to take the challenge or not is up to you. But if you do take the challenge, I am very interested to hear what you end up doing and how well it works and what it really does to your head. So I want to I wanna talk about uh, a little bit framing, framing this challenge, all right? So here's, here's what's going on. I have done a lot of different things in the last, realistically, four years that I've never done before in my business. And even more than that, in the last, like, year from now, and it's uh, um, March, April? April. It's April when I'm recording this. Uh, but it's funny because to me, so the first quarter of this year has been nuts and I've done things I've never done before. I made a production line. I've never had a product to sell that wasn't already a commissioned piece. I took the time to do, to build it. And then I went to Thailand to build it. I also, uh, started to spend more time with my family and, uh, less time doing menial garbage tasks just to try to be busy. Work for work's sake, right? That's from Tim Ferriss's book, The 4-Hour Work Week. Um, W4W, work for work. Uh, and I also, if you go back in the last year, I also did info products. I've started doing coaching. I've started a podcast. I did a whole bunch of stuff on Instagram. I started interviewing people. I started a speaking career. I started all these different kinds of things, right? I've done a lot of different things in my business. And the thing that's really funny is that a lot of these things are things that either I had put uh, buried, right, in my head. Here's a big nugget right here. I buried these things in my head. There were things that I always wanted to do. I always wanted to make the art that I wanted to make, how I wanted to make it, when I wanted to make it, with no holds barred, right? I always wanted to be free to experiment and express myself with my jewelry, with my art, the way I wanted to, and not necessarily have to meet um, other people's criteria like in a commission or a custom type setting. And I finally did that. I suppressed the fact that I wanted to speak for a living or get paid to speak, make money with the thoughts in my head and the way that I think and express myself and talk, right? I've wanted that my whole life and I've, uh, I've uh, pretty much um, shunned it forever uh, up until um, this last year. And I always wanted to travel, but always thought that I couldn't have the time or the money or everything else like that. Um, that was untrue. 
I also found out that I wanted to spend more time with my family now that I've got kids and my daughter just turned five and I've spent the majority of that working. A lot of it seven days a week, years, right? And, and I can't get that time back. Uh, I, I know that now. And though I want to work more, I want to work smarter. I don't want to do the crap I don't want to do. What I really want to do is I really want to do the things I really love doing, making art, expressing myself, talking, interviewing to people, coming up with ideas, collaborating, um, spending time with my family, right? That's really what I want to do. And, and I want that to pay me more than the things that are paying me now. Here's the trick. Here's the challenge, right? I challenge every single person watching this, listening to this, paying attention to this, I challenge you to make a list of all of the things that you currently don't like in your business. I expect it to be long. I want you to put a list of all of the things that you don't currently like. I want you to make a list of all of the things that you currently don't like. And then I want you to pick two. Well, let's start with one. We'll start with one a month. I want you for the next three months to pick one thing off that list that you absolutely hate. Think about another way that it could, if it, first of all, figure out if it needs to get done or not. I know that there's lots of things that I do in my business or that I have done in my business that I actually don't really need to do, right? I've done lots of things like talking to every single customer. I don't need to talk to every single customer. I used to think I had to, but then I learned how to write better emails and I learned about templates and I learned about other stuff like that. I used to think that I had to make every single piece of work. I don't now because now I went to Thailand and I have a manufacturer that's manufacturing the jewelry line. So now I make every single master and I get to design what the art is and then I have somebody else manufacture them. I don't have to be the one to make $10,000 worth of jewelry in uh, a week. I can have somebody else do that. It's pretty amazing. So I challenge you, write this out, right? And then figure out if you actually need to be the one to do it. If you are, which you're probably not, I'll give you a heads up, you're probably not. 90% of the things that you are doing right now, somebody else can do in your business. You can hate me for saying that, but it's true. Jen, just listen. Here's the thing. Write this list down. Figure out if you actually need to do them. If you don't, figure out a better way to do them or figure out how somebody else can do them or just pivot. Now, here's the challenge. You figure out what these things are and I want you to hard stop. I don't want you to wean off. I don't want you to try to whatever. I want you to stop and do something different, whatever that may be. It doesn't matter. Right? If you figure out that you don't have to be the one that has to actually physically talk to every single customer and you say, you know what, I can't do this anymore. It's wasting my time. It's wasting their time. I don't even know if they're a customer. They haven't given me any money and I'm just giving, I'm talking to this person for hours, like two or maybe even one and they're not paying me for it. If you're doing that for eight people in a week, that's one full day's worth of work. That's eight hours. You just did not get paid for eight hours. Think about that. How much time are you giving away? 
right? So you need to figure out what these things are and then I challenge you to hard stop them and do something different. Here's what happened with me after I got back from Thailand. Last episode, I talked about my wife and how she is our bookkeeper. Now, I was under the impression I needed to be at work to do work, right? Up until a little while ago, um, you know, when COVID first hit, it's like everything hit the fan. My computer died, had to get a laptop. Well, now I have a laptop. I used to have an all-in-one. I couldn't bring that home. Now I can bring my computer home, right? If I have to do computer work, I technically don't have to be in the studio, right? And she doesn't need to be in the studio to do her computer work either, but it's, it's quiet. And so if I just need to do computer work, which is what I'm going to go do today, I use that space for that, but I'm actually not making any jewelry. I've got consultations and I've got some other things that I'm doing and stuff like that. So I need to be there. I need to be there, but I don't need to be, I didn't need to be there yesterday. If I was there, I was going to be doing the same things that I was doing. I emailed people. I emailed uh, a couple of CAD files in my platinum caster, and then I cleaned up my computer. I did that while my kids were playing outside. I watched the kids and she went into the studio and sat in her admin office and did her work. She, she logged all the books and did all that stuff and she got way, way more done than she's ever gotten done on the island in our kitchen with our kids running around, coming in every five minutes. So that was something that I did as soon as I got back from Thailand. I said, you know what? You're also an employee in this business. You also need the time to do your job well. I'm tired of thinking, you know, the kids aren't sleeping as much anymore. They're, one, they're two, and, um, two, four, and five. Like, they, if you're home and you're an adult, man, they are on you. You know, this idea that you've got some time when you're at home with the kids, man, this is a false, a false statement. And I know that firsthand. Like, when I'm home, I can't do stuff. You know, I can clean up my computer and everything, but I can't concentrate. And really, when I'm there, I want to be spending time with them. I mean, I don't get to spend a lot of time with them. I spend the weekends with them. I see them in the morning for an hour. I see them at night for an hour. And I don't really get to see them. I don't want that to be my life, right? The challenge here is to start fixing the problems that you're finding in your business. If you're finding problems in your business and you're not fixing them, you're doing yourself a disfavor. You need to be the one to take the reins, right? You're in the driver's seat. Big nugget here, big gem. You're in the driver's seat. You're the one making up the rules. You're the one making the plans. You're the one making the roadmap. You're the one driving the boat, the car, whatever you want to, whatever analogy you want to do. If you don't like what's happening in your business, nine times out of 10, it's your fault. Just like it was my fault, right? My wife runs our book. She doesn't really do anything else. About five years ago, I took that over. She didn't want to do it. For the first five years, we did craft shows, and it was primarily with her work. We were in 70 stores across the country. We had a wholesale line. We were doing lots of stuff, but we were making no money, right? And a lot of it was her work, and, and we were trying to figure this out, doing the things that we both thought were the right things. Come to find out, that's not the way we wanted to live our life, right? We didn't want to live our lives that way. I'm not saying that people don't, and we had a ton of fun when we did, but we wanted to have kids. We wanted to be able to take a vacation. We wanted to be able to not be working 40-hour a job or 40-hour a week jobs and 40 hours on our own stuff and be doing craft shows and using all of our 
paid time off to go and do more craft shows. That's not what we wanted to do. That hustle was too expensive for us. It wasn't what we were looking for. We had to change something, right? If you don't like what's happening in your own business, it's your fault. It's not, I'm not saying that to scold you. I'm saying that because it's, it's fucking true. Like if you don't like it, change it. Put on your big person pants, put on your big girl panties, put on your big boy pants. I don't care how you want to say it. Grow up, figure out what you don't like and start fixing it. I'm here to tell you that it's not as bad as you think. I left my business for six full weeks. Now I answered emails and I was gathering stuff and I was working, but it wasn't my normal day to day. My normal day to day is meeting with customers and building jewelry. That's what I'm doing today. I'm meeting with four customers and tomorrow I'm building jewelry. Today I'm doing other stuff. I'm doing uh, work for, I'm doing work for the things that I need to do work for. I'm, I'm building different, um, I'm taking what I need to do and I also need to write marketing plans and I need to write emails and I need to write coaching, uh, courses and stuff. Like there's a lot of things that I'm doing, you know? And, and so I'm shifting and I'm changing and I have to make room for that stuff. But that means I need to analyze the things I used to do. I can't be making all of the pieces I was making and also be building, creating, and doing all of this stuff I'm doing now. It's gotta, something's gotta give. So I have to be more picky with my customers. I don't have to take every last thing. I'm subsidizing my income with other revenue streams. It's not just one thing, right? It's not just custom jewelry builds anymore. Now it's also coaching. It's also, you know, monetizing content. It's also podcasting. It's also all these different things that I'm doing. And that's awesome. It's amazing. And I love all of that. But it's really super eye-opening, right? You can't wean off. It's like you can't be half pregnant. You can't smoke and be a non-smoker. I can say all of these things except for the half pregnant. That one's just funny. And I've never been pregnant, right? But you can't be half pregnant. Either you are or you aren't. Right? Either you're a smoker or you're not. And I was a smoker for like 10 years. And now, I don't smoke, man. I'm a non-smoker. Haven't smoked in two years. It's great. Right? I'll occasionally have a cigarette uh, that I smoke like a cigar, but I never inhale it. I smoke a cigar too. That doesn't mean it's. I'm not smoking a pack. I'm not chain smoking. I'm not inhaling cigarette smoke. Right? I feel healthier. I'm running. I'm doing all kinds of things. Like... There are things, it's like you hard stop and hard start. You don't ease into to being active. You just start being active. And then it, it, it's the test of time. It's longevity. It's how long can you keep it up. And when you start finding these things in your business that are killing your business, that's what they're doing. If you're, if you're not making as many sales, if you're not able to close as many deals, if you can't find customers, if you can't do all of these things, right? It's not, it's not the thing that's the problem. It's not your customers that's a problem. It's you. It's the thing that we're all doing. It's us, right? We run the business. If the business isn't running well, if the business doesn't have good customers, it's not the customer's fault. It's us for putting the wrong thing out there. 
It's us for, for designing the workflow wrong. It's us for designing the process incorrectly. It's us for, for not seeing the writing on the wall and wasting our own time. And we're, we've all got the same 24 hours as everybody else. Every single millionaire that's out there, they get the same 24 hours that you and I get. Right? They can just make a better use of that time. They've got more tools. They've got more information. They've done it more times. They know more about these processes and these ideas. Right? But you have to be able to hard stop. As an artist, right? We need to know when something's not working in a design and hard stop and try something new. Right? This tool is dull. I need to sharpen it. This... Uh, you know, this motif is not the right motif. It's not, this color isn't exuding the right emotion. This sculpture, it's the wrong shape. I need to lop off this part. I need to stop and restart. Like we're really good at that, but something about the business end, we just can't stop and start. There's like something that happens up in our head that like we think to ourselves, well, it's working, so we're going to kind of limp along. We'll figure it out next time. But that problem keeps coming back and 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 coming back. And coming back. It's not, it doesn't end, right? If we're the ones driving the boat, if you just keep pushing it out, you're going to keep doing the same thing. Don't do that. From now on, when you, the biggest thing is that once you start hard stopping, And I challenge you to do one thing. Keep that list and do one of these things every single month. And then for three months, hard stop and start something new. Keep trying it. Don't go back. Keep trying something new until until you hit it and it works. You will hit it and you work. But then you've got to, but it comes with trial and error. It comes with trying something new. Maybe you keep doing that old thing, but then it's like every time you are like, okay, I got to do this old thing. You try something new and you're then evaluate it. That didn't work. What if I try this? And you got the new thing ready to go. So when you have to do that process again, or that thing, that customer interaction, that email, that, that problem, that thing, right? You can address it with a different idea. You're banking these ideas. And then once you start doing that and you keep it going for a month, right? Try a different one. Pick it up. It's a constant roll. Just like how everybody that's watching this, listening to this, you all want more skills, hand skills, building skills, uh, technical skills. That's the same thing I'm talking about, only I'm talking about business, right? You have to do both. We all have to do both. Push ourselves as an artist, but push yourself as a business too, You don't know everything about business. Shit, I don't know everything about business and I'm teaching people about business. I know a lot about business. I know what works for me. I know what has worked for me. I know what I'm trying to make work for me and I'm freely admitting that I am trying new and different things to figure out what works best for me and I'm sharing it with you, right? Together, we can all make a better platform. We can all make better ideas. We can all make better collaborations. We can all make better work, processes, sales mechanisms, websites, everything, right? We can do all of that. And if we share that info, it only makes us stronger. So I challenge you, figure out the things that aren't working in your business, write them down. Then pick one every single month that you are going to tackle and change. Hard stop. 
Don't keep going down that path. Hard stop. Do something different until it works. For me, it was my wife kept on telling me how she didn't have time to do the books. I was tired of hearing it. I realized how important this job is and to the fact that I actually want to hire somebody to do it. So we already have the space. I just had to give her the time. So I said, okay, I'll give you the time. I'm giving her a day a week to come in where I'm not here and she gets to be at the studio all by herself in her own office, however she wants to decorate it, to do her job. So when it comes time to hire somebody to do that job, she can go in and train them and give it to her and she can walk away. She doesn't want to do it anymore. She doesn't want to be tied to the books. I don't blame her. I don't want to keep hearing about it. I want to make it easier for her because that makes it easier for me. And as a boss, right, I want to, which we're partners, but as a, as a boss, the employee that I'm going to hire to do the books, I'll be their boss. I want to be a good boss when my employee says something, when my partner says something, I need to be able to listen to it. It's not just me. It's her too. It's all the employees. It's my whole pipeline. Everybody matters. It's time we all start thinking about it. Look at your business. Figure out what isn't working. Change what isn't working. Sitting here trying to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, it's not helping you. It's not helping your customers. It's definitely not helping your bottom line. And you're not actually building a business. You're stuck in this shit cycle. I don't like shit cycles. I'm done with shit cycles. Are you? I hope so. Big nugget and challenge. I challenge you. Change your stuff. You think it's going to be hard, but you know what? Leaving my business for six weeks wasn't that hard. I answered emails. I did other things, but I didn't make jewelry or anything like that. And you know what? It didn't fall apart. I came back and had stuff sitting here waiting for me. What? Anybody that says they can't do it, it's bullshit. I don't want to hear it. I want you to dig deep. You can't do it until you think you can do it up in your head. And as soon as you think it's possible up here, goddamn if it doesn't actually happen. It absolutely will. Trust me. Figure out what's not working. Write it down and attack that shit. One thing at a time. Hard stop. Start something new. If that doesn't work, hard stop. Start something new. Don't ease into it. That's false. There is no trying. You either do or you don't. Tough love, baby. Challenge yourself. See what happens. Hit me up. Go to buffalocraft.com. Also, go to Buffalo Craft uh, on Facebook and Buffalo Craft Co. on Instagram or on Instagram or on Facebook. Go to The Jeweler's Philosophy. I want to hear from you. I want to know what you hard stop and what you hard start. And I want to know how long it took you and if it worked. If you need help, message me. Please. I'm here to help. I love it. Hit us up. Also, check out buffalocraft.com. That's where all of our offers are, our courses, coaching, uh, our, our um, T-shirts, news. We've got lots of stuff, all of our links, everything. Go there. Go check it out. It's amazing. Buffalocraft.com. Thank you, guys. I'm Mark Farrell, the jeweler. I will see you guys next time. This is the Jewels Philosophy Podcast. See ya. For even more information about growing your art-based business, head over to buffalocraft.com now. There, you'll find our most recent offers. And be sure to sign up for our email list so you get the most up-to-date info about what we're doing and working on. While you're there, check out the Mill t-shirt. Head to buffalocraft.com now.